Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Transparent Truth proudly presents the Friday Morning Matchup Show with Coach Greg Biggins. Ha <laughs> ha! Welcome, welcome. You now listen to the Transparent Truth Matchup Show. It's your boy, Coach Keith. I'm in the building. I got my main man, G.B. What up? What up, Keith? Let's just jump right in here. No further ado, let's talk Cajon versus Murrieta Valley, two of the best 2019 quarterbacks on the West Coast, if not nationally. Cajon's good. Cajon's got athletes all over the field. They got Jonathan Perkins. They got Jeremiah Martin. They got Javon Hill. They got Jaden Daniels as the signal caller for that team. He's playing well. Murrieta Valley got their got their mojo back. Hank Bachmar, Marquis Spiker. It could be an offensive shootout. That should be a lot of fun to watch this week. I think the over and under is 80 in this game. Ooh, I'm going to take... I'll go over. I'm, I'm going to take go Cajon, 51. Marietta Valley, 38. Okay. We got Valencia. A Larry Muir coach team is always good. They're in my SoCal top 20 playing Chaparral to Arizona. Remember this name, 2020 quarterback Jack Miller just got eligible for Chaparral. He is playing in this game. We're talking about a guy who's playing in the 2020 class with offers from Florida State, A&M, Ohio State, and North Carolina. Chap also has a running back, Darvon Hubbard, with offers from Kentucky and Minnesota. Do not sleep on Chaparral. Valencia, one of my favorite DBs, Mikael Wright. Again, always well coached. Valencia's tough. They're physical. That should be a great game. The 2020 quarterback, Jack Miller, big time. Uh, got a chance to scout him last year. Great th- th- thrower and distributor of the football. Can get it inside and outside the hash mark. Can push it down the field, fit it in tight seams. Like you said, just got eligible. He should be looking to have a huge debut for Chaparral. Really like Valencia, though. Like you said, Michael Ryan, my man Ben Seymour, the, the, uh, the, the CIF Defensive Player of the Year last year as a sophomore for Valencia. I think Valencia comes away with the W here. I'm calling Valencia 34, Chaparral 31. Ooh, nice. Oh, yeah. Special teams. Oh, yeah. How about Jay Sarah? is taking on Bishop Amont. Amont is 0-2, but I've played two very, very good teams. Jay Sarah has a lot of individual talent. I like the coaching staff. I like the line play. Matt Robinson, at quarterback, has been playing lights out. They can run the ball last weekend. It was Al Fisher who got it done. They got those receivers. They got Malik McClain off that edge. Bishop Amont, though. Aaron Maldonado, one of the top interior D linemen out west. I like the young quarterback. I think Bishamont's got a chance in this one. Should be a fun one. It's going to be a physical game for sure. We saw that from the Lancers against Modern Day. They won't back down. It'll be good. Blake Archuleta, 
Absolutely. Can you lead your team, Blake? Let's go. Let's see it. Bishop Amon, always going to play tough, always going to battle at the line of scrimmage. I think Jay Sarah has a little bit too much speed and athleticism on the outside. The McLean brothers, we know about the nationally acclaimed Tariq Luckett. Robinson is a guy who can get the football out of his hands quickly. he get it to his playmakers in space and let them dance, do their thing. I'm taking Jay Sarah, 28. Bishop Amont, 17 in this game. Jay Sarah with the win. Jay Sarah with the win. How about Orange Lou? Is taking on Vista Murrieta. Vista Murrieta took it on the chin. You know, I still think they got a chance to, to have a productive season. I still like Khalil Shakur. I like Travis Plantier. But I think Orange Lou is for real. Uh, I think they're off balanced offensively. Defensively, they're getting after the football. I think Orange Lou, uh, I'm gonna, I think they'll win this game. I want to say by three touchdowns. I think they're going to probably pull away late. Yeah, I think it's going to, you know, kind of be a testament to Orange Lou's skill players. Too many guys on the outside, too many playmakers. We know about Halinski. He's a guy that's, you know, really ascending at the quarterback position. Of course, the Hawkins brothers, not really brothers, but the Hawkins and Hawkins, JoJo and JoJo. What I call them, the Hawkins brothers? I'm sorry, the JoJo brothers. JoJo's. Forrest and Hawkins out on the edge. I think they lock up and play lockdown defense. I got Orange Lutheran 35, Vista Marietta 10. Okay. We got Upland. Just take on Redlands East Valley. Now, I like Upland a lot. They are rolling. I think the only chance Rev would have if Jalen Phillips was still playing for them right now. I don't know if that would even do a ton of good for them. I think Upland is a top 10 team in the southern section. I think they got athletes all over the field. Very, very physical. Big win last week. Tell you what, they knocked off La Habra in week zero. And I said, dude, La Habra's good. La Habra went and spanked Tesoro right. last week. So you know that Upland's good. Uh, again, I think Rev is well coached. I think they're going to try. They're going to play hard. They're going to compete. But I think Upland probably wins this one going away at some point, too. Too many players. Again, too many athletes. Parker, Davis. We know about the franchise, the quarterback, the big lefty. His confidence is sky high right now. I'm pretty sure he's feeling a little bit unstoppable. We'd like to continue to see him take steps forward, take strides, continue improving his game, quick with his reads, getting the ball out, moving his feet in the pocket. Really love this Upland team. I got Upland, 49, Rev, 21. Okay. How about this one's kind of intriguing for me. We got Sarah, who's 0-2. They're going to be motivated. They got the pep talk, the bulletin board material from Coach Keith. That's right. Is taking on L.A. Dorsey. It's going to be interesting. Very interesting. Sarah's defense gave up a 100-yard run to a 250-pound quarterback yeah, last week. Guy keeps getting, getting, you keep getting 10 pounds on this poor kid. And now they got to play against Jawan Collins, the super sophomore who's a nationally rated running back. Sarah defense better come to play. They better come and be physical, get downhill, cut off all vertical and horizontal angles, or you're going to let this young kid get loose. This is going to be interesting. Sarah, I think their confidence might be taking them a little bit of a hit. Dorsey's a team that's trying to bounce back from that week one loss. I'm going to say... I'm going to take Dorsey here, Greg. And I'm going to take Dorsey in a close one. 21-20. Dorsey. 21-20. to 20. Okay. Just to be contrarian, I'm going to go with Sarah. I think they're going to bounce back. They're going to move to 2-1. and one. Okay. 
One and two, you mean? One and two. Sorry, Cavs. I tried. I tried to stick a win in hey, there for parents, you. Hey, parents, I need you to bounce back. Get out to the Sarah Dorsey game. Come out and show your school spirit. Come out and show your pride. Let's not be outnumbered by the gangsters across the street. Get out to the game and support the team. Let's go. Sarah Drumline, you keep doing your thing, man. You don't need a pep talk. Those guys are rolling. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mission Viejo has taken on La Habra. Coach Mazada, Coach Bob Johnson. A couple Orange County schools that are very, very strong. La Habra bounced back, like I mentioned, with the big game. Big win over Tesoro. Mission Viejo is a top five team for me in the southern section. A top ten state team. It's going to be good. I think Mission's got a little too much, but I think, I again, I... I I don't think you can judge a team by comparative scores, but I'm curious to see what Mission does against La Habra after seeing what Upland did to La Habra. I think it might tell us a little bit more about Upland, but I think Mission's got just a little too much skill, a little too much talent. La Habra will compete. They'll play hard. Diablos are very, very good. I got 38-21 Mission Viejo. They've got a lot of talent. They're well coached. Same with La Habra. I just think they have too many horses. La Habra doesn't keep up in the end. Mission Viejo with the victory. How about this one? How about Oaks Christian got some mojo back with the big win over Edison, taking on a Paraclete team who just knocked off the number one team in San Diego. That was Helix. Paraclete, we know what they have. They got a good quarterback in Brevin White. They got some receivers, multiple receivers. Andre Hunt is a difference maker over there. They have other guys that I like. Melquan Stovall. Melquan Stovall, absolutely, in the slot out of the backfield. Sure. They're very, very aggressive defensively. They won't be as big as Oaks Christian. I think Oaks Christian, if they use Josh Calvert at quarterback, maybe run him a little bit, maybe run Charbonnet, uh, try to use Pharrell again. Bryce had a big game last week defensively. You know, you're, you know, you know you're going to want to see. Brevin took a beating last week. Brevin White showed a lot of toughness. So does Oaks come after him with their two guys, Bo Calvert, Kayvon Thibodeau? Yeah, they I have think to. so. They have I to, absolutely. So. Will they have more success coming after him than they did against Chaminade? Because Paraclete, again, Dean Harrington coach team, they pass protect yeah. so well. Bremen got the crap kicked out of him in the first half. Second half, he was clean. Okay. So they, Dean, Dean does a great job of that. So, again, Jim Baker, Dean Harrington, these guys know each other. They go way, way back. Uh, I think it's going to be a very entertaining game. I'm, I'm excited about this one. I'm going with Paraclete, Paraclete 21. Excuse me, Paraclete 24. And Oaks Christian, 14. 24 I don't to think 14. Oaks Christian has the offense to kind of keep up. With Paraclete, Paraclete, they're going to put some points on the board, and uh, just not enough weapons on offense from Oaks Christian. I know Charbonnet is a good running back, but okay. um, they need another receiver opposite of Bryce Farrell. They just don't have enough weapons to kind of attack that Paraclete defense. We've got two games left, Coach. Two games. These are special games. We've got Roosevelt taking on a Servite team that definitely has a ton of confidence right now and a lot. A lot of weapons yeah. on both sides of the ball. Two quarterbacks, McMahon and Bell, both played last week. They got McDuffie. They got KJ Trujillo. We got Dylan Hart. We got Spencer Lytle. We got Julius Irving. They've always big up front. Servite's very good. Roosevelt has some good skill players. Chase Williams is as good as you're going to see. Braden Huffman Dixon. Jeremy Musa going to Hawaii. Ohana. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be good. I got Roosevelt in my top 20 in section this week. I got Servite really high in my top 10, I believe. It's going to be a battle. It is going to be a battle. And, and I'm going to stick with my wave here. 
I've been on the Servite wagon ever since. I had a chance to see them a few weeks ago against Sarah. I really like this Servite team, Greg. I mean, look at the guys you just named off. And let me tell you something. Up front, they're really good. Yep. Laciento, Krebs, they got physical, athletic linemen to go along with skill guys that not only can run, but they have size, have length. I like Servite in this game, and I'm taking Servite over Roosevelt 38-14. 14. Yep. I'm going to say Roosevelt's going to score one more one more touchdown. I think probably 21. But I think Servite's going to be able to score two. Watch these two teams actually play. I think it might have been next to me. Watch them play 7-on-7 seven seven at that Edison tournament. Yeah. And uh, I think Servite, Servite won that one. I just think Servite's got more Tail up front, just yep. bigger. Yep. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a pack five team. They're just yep. bigger up front. So yep. I like the Roosevelt skill. Last but not least, we got St. John Bosco versus Chaminade. We said it during the Wednesday show. I'm not saying these are the two best teams, but they might be the two most physical teams and how they like to play football. You know, Chaminade, Stevens, Van Buren, Wilson, all good. Enzalados. Williams at linebacker up front. Alex Gubner, Liam Galuli, Gahuli, Liam. I saw. I think I butcher your name every single week. I'm just going to call you Liam. Liam G. Liam G. Liam G. You can play. You can go, man. On both sides. Uh, Shamanada will, will be, I think, an even more physical team up front offensively than St. Thomas Aquinas was. Not defensively. St. Thomas was freaky, although St. Thomas won those battles up front by being athletic. Yeah. Right? That was Nebraska-Miami. But I think Chaminade's offensive line will be more will be a tougher challenge than St. Thomas. I don't see Chaminade having 75 yards of offense like St. Thomas did. For Bosco, you're talking about maybe, arguably, probably the number one defense in the country. You're talking about they have six or seven defensive linemen. They got linebackers. They got secondary that all can lock down. Blaylock would be still P3, Lavelle, the linebackers again, they're flying around up front, still missing Sal Spina, still missing Suave. It's not even mattering. They're still just killing people up front. Last week they got their mojo back on offense, 63 points. Both DJ and Real had big games. Delgado, Bowman, Jake Bailey, those guys are all really good. Devin Cooley, you got three backs. I can all run it and wear you down. Sand Beast, Halani, Demetrius Flowers. That's a lot of talent. I went his name 20 guys. Yeah. They're all D1. Yeah. 15 guys. Yeah. That's a lot. They, they've got a lot. There's no question. I had a chance to really break this game down. I want to talk a little bit about where I think Chaminade may have some success here. When you play against a number one rated defense and high profile opponent, a couple things you got to do. Number one, you got to break trend. Right? Their trend right now is to power it downhill. Okay? They're going to have to fake a couple of those and slip guys out the backfield while those linebackers are sniffing their nose at the line of scrimmage. I think they can get some guys to kind of break loose in pass coverage, receiving out of the backfield. Number two, they've got to win a one on one matchup on the outside. I think Wilson versus Chris Dale is an excellent matchup. But they need to find a way to scheme to put Wilson versus CB2. Whoever CB2 is, whether it be Lavelle Price or P3, I think that's a more favorable matchup for Chaminade. So 
when you either is it A, putting Wilson on the other side, B, putting Wilson in a slot versus a nickel, whatever the case may be, they've got to find a matchup advantage on the outside. Wilson, great football player. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a massive matchup advantage versus Chris Steele, but I like him more versus Price or Edwards. Thirdly, I think that they've got to use a lot of misdirection, whether it be trick play, whether it be counter to what um, Van Buren is doing running the pitch. That defense is fast and they're physical. If they can get that defense flowing one way and then bring them back and have a guy waiting to cut those guys off, I think they can find some success. It's going to be very, very important for Chaminade to win the turnover battle and win the kicking game. Jaden Woodby had a kickoff return for a touchdown in their scrimmage versus Long Beach Wilson. We know how dangerous George Halani is. Special teams and turnovers, always a big factor in big games. If you had to ask me, those are the keys to Chaminade winning the football game, or at least making it closer than the experts think. So that all, that all sounds good, but, here, but here's the problem. I think with one week to prepare... You're almost asking Coach Croson to almost revamp everything with that offense. You know, he's not, they don't do a lot of misdirection. Although I think I like that idea because Bosco does have a tendency to over pursue. They're a very aggressive defense. Right. They see ball, they attack the ball. Right. So I think that that, that could get them. Modern day, watch for that, right? Yeah. But I just think knowing Ed, I'm not saying he's a dinosaur or old school man, but he, he likes what he does. He's been doing the same offense forever, going back to Birmingham. Sure. They're going to do that pitch. Quarterback's going to roll, roll, wheel around and lead and. And they're going to do that. He'll have some. He'll have some wrinkles. Yeah, I won't even be surprised. It's going to sound weird. I won't be surprised if Ed goes extremely vanilla. And I have an example for this. Maybe four years ago, they played Sarah right. in the regular season. That was a Dory Jackson senior year. Right. They got blown out. Thirty-five nothing. So it sounds right. Yeah. He went vanilla on purpose. He didn't care if they won the game because he knew that if they were on the table, and so did Sarah, they would meet again in the championship game, which they did. I was at that game. In the final game, they did everything completely opposite than they did in that one game that they got smashed. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even close. Right. No one, Ed, he doesn't care about these games. I talked to him. He's like, we want to play a tough schedule. If they lose, it's fine. We'll, we'll toughen them up. Don't get me wrong. He wants to win every game. Right. He's a competitive guy. But I don't see him revamping everything to win a non-league preseason game. Yeah. Now, when they play them, if they make it to the playoffs, all the things you, you just said, I guarantee you they will take that and everything else in consideration. But for this game, yeah. I just don't see him trying to change a whole lot of what he does. I think here's, you know, here's what, what we're doing. We're going to be physical. We're going to play you know, sound football. But I, I think you'll see all those schemes and tricks and all that down the road, not in this game. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. Being a former coach, I'm, I, was, I wanted to win every game, and I know he does too. And I wouldn't want to put my, my players in the best position to be successful. And I'm not talking about really revamping everything. I'm just talking about having small wrinkles, right? I like wrinkles. Having small wrinkles to, to, to throw the opposition off. So um, I think that's you know a way Chaminade can be successful. St. John Bosco, I think they just DWWD kind of do what we do yeah. at Bosco. I think they're going to they're gonna run Flowers and Halani. I think Real will be in a quarterback run game. I think they'll get the ball out early to those wide outs. They're going to lean on that big physical offensive line. Defensively, Cole Aubrey, you know, hmm. um, Naeem Rodman, those guys are very fast. They're very f- aggressive up front. They're going to push the pocket. 
Stevens is a guy we know is a little slippery back there. He can slide. He can move. He can escape and extend. He's got to make some big plays outside the pocket. Uh, it's going to be a difficult matchup, but I think one Chaminade can manage. Should be a really good game. I want to see the big-time players step up and make plays, i.e. the receiver, Michael Wilson, uh, Van Buren, yeah. Stevens, Parks Kissinger, Dallas Cortez. Jonathan Thomas. Yeah. Brandon Rankins. Yep. Um, I want to see those guys for Chaminade's to have those offers step up and be big-time players in a big-time game with a big-time atmosphere at El Camino College. And vice versa, I want to see those Saint, I want to see St. John Bosco play with discipline. I want to see them play fast and physical, but with discipline and smart. Not a bunch of face mask penalties. Not a bunch of missed tackles. I want to see them come up and play good, physical, sound football. And I want to see the playmakers for Chaminade show up and make plays. I think we're going to be in for a nice streak. I mean, from a from a scouting standpoint, this is a dream for us, right? I mean, I want to see no I want to see Thomas and Anzalato, the two linebackers, yep. take on that huge offensive line. Yep. Don't just run the football. What if there's a guy in your face? I want to see them meet Flowers or Halani in the hole head on and just see who wins that battle. Yeah. And that's going to be fun. I want to see Woodby, you know, come on Van Buren just one-on-one. Yeah. Just you and him. Yeah. Because Van Buren, he doesn't do a whole lot of this. Oh, he ain't going to dance, Jaden Woodby. You can't see me. He's I'm, coming down I have here. My, I have my hand going side to side. That's Wiggle for those who can't see me. It's Van Buren coming at 6'1 and 220. And Jaden's six one and two fifteen, two ten, and it's going to be a collision. Somebody's got to lose. It's going to be Blaylock coming downhill. Yeah, right. Cole Aubrey. I like it. I want to see him off that edge. Yeah. And Ryan, can you do the little sidestep? L become Elway drills. Little feet yeah. here, feet slip out, make a yeah. throw. Yeah. It's going to be fun. The Wilson Steel matchup will be good. Yeah. You know, I've seen some teams they purposely put their their best if they have if one team has a really good, really good receiver. I've seen them take off, take their best corner. And put him with the other team's second receiver and double team the number one guy. Yeah. Right? So you still get, you know, your your best guy, lock yeah. it up one guy. Yeah. And now their other team's receiver, he's got he's got P three or Lavelle plus Blaylock. That's not fun. No, that's it, a, that's it's a not, lot of interesting wrinkles. Sure. It's, I, I mean it's gonna be a good game, man. It's Fox Sports West. It's you know, I'm gonna maybe go. We'll see. But uh, I was going for sure before it was televised. But uh, Thanks a lot, Fox. Hey, we'll be there for sure to talk about it, whether yeah, it's no on doubt. TV or whatnot. So next week, for sure, we'll break that one down and all these other games, too. That'll be good. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great week of football. We're excited. The Friday Matchup Show. We appreciate you guys joining us. Social media drops. Coach Keith underscore MP on Twitter. My man, Greg Biggins, at Greg Biggins. You can follow our social media page, The Transparent Truth 92. Follow us on Instagram, The Transparent Truth Show. Without further brew, without further ado. Got Brew McCoy still on your head. You got that Brew McCoy (laughs) on my mind. Without further ado, I'm going to bring this thing to a close. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool.